It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And this week, it is the revisit of the non-healthy sweet potato cookie. Part du. Right? Listeners might recall that I attempted to make a sweet potato cookie, which turned out delicious, but I don't even know if I would call it a cookie. It was more like a muffin top. And I still feel that sweet potato is the unsung fall flavor, and we have pumpkin spice everything, and we should have sweet potato everything. Sure. So uh, One of our listeners uh, wrote in and said that they made it and that they liked it and that it was a great breakfast muffin-like right, exactly. cookie. And they were going to play around with it. So we're still waiting for some listeners to send us their their own stories and their own recipes. But in the meantime, you and your trusty lab assistant real human lab assistant got <laughs> together and came up with something else. Right. I went in a completely different direction from the healthy sweet potato cookie and made what I found to be essentially like a chocolate chip cookie recipe. It had the same kind of flour to butter ratio as the traditional Toll House cookie recipe. You used brown sugar and, and granulated sugar. I did, I mm -hmm. did. And I actually accidentally used dark brown sugar because I wasn't paying attention. It doesn't matter. I, I don't think it makes a big difference. It's a slightly different flavor. It was supposed to be a soft-baked cookie, um, but I it seemed so undercooked. I baked it for longer than it said. But the other change that we made was that my... My lab assistant, Mary-Kate, who is five years old and uh, really the spokesperson for, for chocolate chips, um, <laughs> we decided that it would be best if we would put in a cup of chocolate chips, and we did. And uh, I'm pretty pleased with the results. I do still feel like I need to go back to tinkering in the laboratory for the ultimate sweet potato cookie, but I'm pleased to present this as an alternative to the healthy muffin thing that I made the other week and see what you think. Well, we know that it's automatically going to be better because it has sugar and not maple syrup. <laughs> I don't know. Maple syrup's pretty awesome. And thanks to Mary-Kate, it has <laughs> chocolate chips. So, But I, I am interested in making this without chocolate chips just to see what it is, quote unquote, supposed to be like. But honestly, like, I wish I didn't have a job. I wish my whole my whole life could just be could just be cookie lab well I'm sure listeners feel the same way yeah i was just gonna say i certainly feel that you should be full-time here at cookie lab uh and uh if we get enough sponsors you know let's keep working on those sponsors uh because uh i think i think you know there are certain flower brands that would be it would be uh beneficial to them to have you on their team and also, I think that you have declared openly your love for corn syrup so many times that I don't know why they haven't, they're not knocking down your life. That's right. I'm bringing corn syrup back. Bringing it baby. back, baby. All right. So, sweet, easy, sweet potato cookies. Were they easy? They were. And also, Mary Kate, who eats like approximately two foods, I believe she eats waffles and chocolate chips, was pretty sure she was not going to want to taste the, the dough. Oh. But she did, and then 
went back again and again for more. Oh, well. Mary- even, even with the sweet potato puree. Without the chocolate so chips So I will it? say, yeah, the, the previous cookie, the healthy muffin-like cookie, had um, mashed sweet potato. This one had sweet potato puree. So I made that in my um, food processor, and it was like it was like baby food. I gave the whatever was left in the bowl to Mary Kate's little brother Jacob, who's one, mm-hmm. and perhaps that refining of the sweet potato made it more of like a pie filling than a vegetable. Well, it's really kind of taking the place of some of the butter and some of the egg. There's no egg in this. There is no, I'm glad you pointed that out, Chris. There's no egg in this cookie. And I believe that that sweet potato is providing that moisture. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, I think we've talked enough. I think it's time. Everybody, even the mesophiliacs want to hear us eat this cookie. What's that? Uh, That's when you do not, that you can't stand the chewing sounds that we make. That's my sister-in-law, Alyssa. Oh, this one's for Alyssa. Sorry, Alyssa. Here we go. Mmm. Mmm. It is softer than a chocolate chip cookie. It's good. Oh, so much different than the healthy one. Yeah, I mean, it's at least it's like a cookie. Yeah. And I taste the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. The cinnamon comes out. Now, it's really interesting to me. I might like a little bit more butter in there. What about a glaze or a frosting? I think we talked about that a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. Like with your maple frosting on your pumpkin cookie. No, that was a brown butter frosting. That was good. Oh, oh. Yeah. I would go with that. That wouldn't be bad. It you couldn't to be a bit sweeter. You couldn't do it with the chocolate chips. No. No. No, that so would, that would be too much. We could make this without chocolate chips, but put a little... A little glaze on it. Maybe add a little butter, get rid of the chocolate chips, put a glaze on it. But it's delicious as it is. Yeah, I don't need to add butter for me. I like the texture. I thought it was going to be hard, even though they're supposed to be soft, because I baked it longer, because I was mystified by its seemingly uncooked texture. And you know my oven is not super trustworthy. It seems to be It seems to be behaving. Very good. You gave it a talking to. You had a man come. I had, I had Bob come from the from the appliance shop. Shaman Bob yep. come and he wa- he waved some sage inside of it. Good, got rid Fiddle of all the, the evil spirits, and now it's making cookies. I say butter because gluten free flour I find tends to be a little bit drier. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't disagree, and I'm just wondering if the addition of a little bit more butter would help overcome that and you don't have the egg you don't have the that rich fat of the egg right because the sweet potato puree is like a a great moist substitute but it is i don't think there's any protein in sweet potatoes right it's straight up starch i'm sure there's a little (laughs) bit of protein but there's certainly a lot of starch Mm. a lot of sugars so you want to talk about some you want to talk about some science hmm well, because I just said sugar. That's why that's was made me think of it. There are three things that sugar does that I bet you would never think of. It gives you cavities in your tooth. No. It makes children crazy. Well, that is kind of a an old wise mother's tale, I think. It tenderizes. Oh. It caramelizes. Okay, yeah. And it expands. 
Yes. So as sugar dissolves with other ingredients, sugar absorbs moisture, which we've talked about a little bit in the past. Yes, I remember. And it slows down the development of gluten and starch. And sometimes that's why you want to refrigerate your dough longer to let the gluten develop. It's sugar that helps the dough be tender and crumbly rather than tough. So that's one of the special things that sugar does. Really had no idea. Yeah. And of course, we all are a big fan and very confused sometimes by the fact that when heated above its melting point, sugar turns golden or amber. And there are many, many ill-advised websites out there that say that's the milliard effect but as we know you need pro You're wrong about that you need protein and sugar does not have protein in it but it does make your kitchen smell delicious that caramelization and sugar expands so since sugar melts when it heats sugar in the dough helps the cookies to spread on the baking sheet or the baking pan so those are three things that sugar does. Yeah, I really never knew that. I think I knew about caramelization, but I didn't know about the spreading, expanding part. Yeah, well, we've talked about it a little bit, but yeah, does we've it never have to been do with ex- breaking bonds. Have we? What? It just melts. Just straight up melts. Yeah, and spreads out. But did you know, Jill, that sugar, some sugars, also can play a very important chemical part in the rising of cookies let's see have we talked about it before does this have to do with hygroscopy (laughs) no no does it make a scaffold that's afraid of water no no with space no nope it's very simple okay tell me what what was the leavening agent that you used in your cookie? I believe it was baking soda. I'm going to say baking soda. soda. Yes, baking yeah, it's soda. Been a, I made these like a week ago, so I, I'm pretty sure that was what it was. Which is sodium bicarbonate. And sodium bicarbonate works a little bit with heat, but it really requires acid. In, like vinegar. Like vinegar, but you didn't put any vinegar in there. No. You didn't put any orange juice? No, actually. No. So where did the acid come from, Jill? The brown sugar. What? Get Brown sugar out. to me is like the opposite of acid. Brown sugar, remember, is made by adding molasses to regular sugar. Molasses, and is molasses acidic is acidic. Oh, uh, that's what it is then. Yeah, so it is the acid in the leavening reaction. White sugar wouldn't have done it. So in order to get your cookies to rise at the nice nice point that they did and to be sweet. This is astonishing. Yeah, yeah. You could have added I've been making chocolate chip cookies that call for white sugar and brown sugar for my entire life and it never occurred to me that it had anything to do with acid and rising. Mhm. Yeah. Another way to get your cookies to rise is to cream the sugar with butter and beating them together for several minutes adds those air bubbles that we've talked about. And with our gluten-free cookies, that is such an important part 
of yeah. of the uh, process. White sugar is great for that. It's lighter than brown sugar. The molasses in the brown sugars makes brown sugar denser, heavier, and moister. And you know, yeah, it behaves completely differently. Right. Like the white sugar is like sand through your fingers, and the brown sugar you can it's almost like play doh. You can like make sh- just pack it into a yeah shape because it's it's dense and it's full of moisture. And so the white sugar creates an airier batter in a recipe that calls for creaming the sugar with butter. And that's a really, really important part in there as well. So yeah, a lot of your cookies are gonna call for baking soda and baking powder. Baking powder, as we know, has like cream of tartar in it, tartaric acid. Double acting, yeah. Yep, yep, tartaric acid, sure, sure, we talked about it. So yeah, there's our little science for the day, a little sweet potato sugar science you know i'd love to tell a little cookie anecdote a cookie anecdote we need some cookie anecdote theme music but uh we'll have to come up yeah so i have a little anecdote uh that you know we we just celebrated thanksgiving and that uh brought it to mind at this time of year my boys who are boy scouts for a fundraiser for their troop they sell holiday wreaths door to door okay and then once they've sold them Everyone gets together to decorate them, and at the decorating event... You mean you buy a wreath and you have to decorate it yourself? No, no, like the kids and the parents in the troop attach the decorations before the kids go deliver them to their customers. Can you you have them customized? No, they're all the same. They're all the same. They have a red bow and like four pine cones and And these little silver and gold balls on them. And Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) sure and And yours have sweet potato cookies hanging from them (laughs) yes dangling but that you know people bring cookies to the event to you know fortify the workers oh very good i bought cookies at the store that were uh pre-packaged pillsbury sugar cookie and they have different designs stamped on them for different holidays and these had a, a printed picture of a turkey on each cookie and i baked them and brought them and they were festive and there are many people in our boy scout troop who come from different lands and have different diets many many vegetarian people okay oh no did they think that (laughs) this was a turkey cookie man wanted to make sure i i said i brought turkey cookies and this one dad was like is there turkey in the cookie and i had to uh yeah chris is making a face like that wouldn't taste good i had to tell him no it's it's a sugar cookie with a picture of a turkey and that was probably not even that helpful of an explanation next week on cookie lab cookies you shouldn't (laughs) eat like turkey cookies (laughs) well look you don't know what I'm going to come up with in my lab over here. I'm That's experimenting right. with sweet potatoes. Yeah, and turkey carcasses, apparently. So, well, I can't wait to see what comes next because we are going to be entering the biggest holiday season of them all. The big daddy, the big kahuna of if you will. the winter holiday seasons. And we have some pretty exciting tricks up our sleeve. so much fun is planned get ready all right i can't wait to see you again next week yeah all right until Thanks then so much for first eating and baking with me thankful for you i am thankful that you're keeping your paws off of my cookies all right message received <laughs>
<laughs> and thank you to Mary Kate for adding the chocolate chips. <laughs> Excellent choice. All right. We're going to keep at it. See you next week. It's Cookie Lab.